0: The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
1: Hi and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with always my host Sondra Bernstein and our sometimes host dropping in today, Kathleen Hill, is in the house and we've got Michelle Heston. Sondra, you want to go ahead and uh, do an official introduction for Michelle?
0: Yes, I do. Um, We are so lucky Mm -hmm. to grab her from her extremely busy schedule huge responsibility. You are the, what is your exact title? I have a very long title. It's a long
2: title. <laughs> yeah. It's the Executive Director of Public Relations for Accor's Luxury Brands in the U.S. Wow. Wow. And yeah. so
0: <laughs> it's not just the Fairmont then. No, it's all of our luxury brands. Wow. That is like huge. And you've been in that position for...
2: I've been in this particular position for about a year. And prior, I just held all the holdings for the West Coast and Hawaii.
0: Oh, my God. So that is so exciting.
2: I mean, look at our girlfriend. I know.
3: And you did Canada before, too. Yeah,
2: it kind of moves around depending on... I gave the Canadians up, but I took Bermuda and Barbados and Hawaii. I kept the palm trees. (laughs) What a (laughs) sacrifice. I know.
0: And you know, the thing is, so I should tell everybody that we're not focusing today on public relations. We're going to talk about Michelle's passion project. And that's exactly what it is, my passion project. Passion project of cakes. Um, But I must say, you were living your job. Yes. I love seeing the pictures of you in Hawaii, all over, you have to experience what the guests feel. Yeah, right? I,
2: I'm very fortunate. I get to travel. Um, I love what I do. Um, and I think everyone should find whatever that passion is and live that. And a couple of years ago, I started making cakes and it's truly what I think about when I'm laying in bed at night is what should my nut cake, cake be? So I wow. love it. Wow,
0: now you Brought us a cake today. Of course which I did. I, w- I just needed an
2: excuse to make a cake. I, I was
0: like, please let her bring a cake. Please let her <laughs> bring a cake. But I was not going to ask You've for You've been saying that for
2: weeks. <laughs> I
1: have been. <laughs> and I, I was wondering how she was going to carry a cake. I thought there's no way because she's, she's on crutches limping right You can bake right with now, right? crutches.
2: No yeah. problem.
1: No problem. You <laughs> can't carry the cake around. That's so. right. Uh-huh. So she had a cool little um, carrier, though, that has a little handle on it, which is very neat. And this is an example of a naked cake, correct? Yes.
2: Most of what I do um, is a finish where you can see the cake through the frosting. And it started very selfishly because I really love cakes and I love dessert, but I'm not huge on the frosting. I just want a hint of frosting and mostly cake. So I created a cake um, that, you know, kind of portrays that style.
1: Yeah. I know I'm like that too. My daughter is the exact opposite. She will eat all frosting. Right. And cares very little about the inside. But I don't like when there's, especially when it's buttercream or fondant. Is that the way you pronounce it? Yes, fondant. fondant. I, I'm just not a big fan of too much fondant. So no, I I'm love this idea. Yeah, I'm not a fondant
2: fan. I think you know. it's nice for wedding cakes and it gives you a really pretty finish. Yeah. Um, but that's not really my Aesthetically style.
1: Aesthetically pleasing, but yes. uh, not exactly tasty. Sandra
3: exactly. is so. cutting through this cake, which is how many inches tall? It's probably
2: six inches tall. Oh and six inches in <laughs>
3: diameter? Yeah.
2: It's a little mini cake. It, and, uh, it's not that many. So can I tell you about this cake? I'm so Please. excited. Yes. Yeah, so what I try to do, um, and maybe it's because I write for a living, is that every cake has a story. And when I was so excited to come on and talk about this, um, and I've known Sandra for probably 15, 16 Easily. years, Easily. and she is truly um, an amazing entrepreneur and a kind and an ambassador in our community, oh and she's strong so i wanted to make a cake that talked about strong women so the name of this cake is honey i'll have a whiskey
0: oh <laughs> and
2: in my family i come my mom's side is all irish and all the, the women on my mom's side are really strong women and they drink irish whiskey and i know that you're probably not irish but you are a strong woman now watch there's a column in their little support system so. Okay. Um, So this is, and I can't wait for you all to try it. It's a chocolate espresso cake. And then inside I made a buttercream, a homemade buttercream with honey and Canadian maple syrup. Oh my God. And a little uh, Jameson whiskey. And then I did the same for the naked frosting finish. And then I topped it with some Sonoma honeycomb. Oh my God. and then I made some homemade um, dark candy but to look like a fig but it's actually candy and I like to make things that look like something else so this is a burnt sugar and gold leaf because you are my friend you're sweet you're surprising and there's always a touch of gold
1: oh i'm gonna cry i almost don't want to eat it (laughs) but i already have actually i've already started it is so good and my official name actually is brian joseph casey so i'm sort of a fan of irish whiskey sort of yeah sort of
2: Oh. So I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on my cake.
1: Oh, it's delicious.
2: I've been
0: dipping my finger in the frosting this whole
2: time.
1: And I have taken a photo, which I will post on our Instagram yes. account as well, so you so can see it. Can it even came it. with a beautiful little label. I know
2: people are going to want to order cakes. Well, I do commission cakes. I Obviously, as you mentioned, I have a pretty serious job. I probably work... Uh, Oh, 60-ish hours a week. That's it? And well, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do a lot of baking, and I'm it, very fortunate that I get to... This is how I decompress in my kitchen.
3: Do you do in the middle of the night? Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask if you sleep, so I guess the answer is no. Um, not
2: too much. I don't need too much sleep, but I <laughs> right. do love to bake, so...
1: And do you actually sell know. cakes if someone ordered yes, one? Yes,
2: I do sell a oh few, but I mostly... Um, a lot of Mostly gifts. I give a lot of gifts. Um, You know, my daughters are just about to the age where they're starting to get married and what have you. So I've donated. I've made a number of wedding cakes and birthday cakes and what have you.
0: This is freaking fucking outrageous.
2: (laughs) 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 That's awesome coming from you. Thank you so much. I'm not kidding. I don't
0: know. I'm just trying to think like. I was like, "Oh, it's so big! The staff's gonna all get to taste it." I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> um, I could really no. Do we damage. have to save a
1: piece for Kelly Moore, though, because otherwise, yeah, you know, that's true. That's trouble.
3: So, oh my God, it's so Michelle. light. You're also a sommelier.
2: Yes, I am. I am an advanced som. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh huh. Well, let me tell you a funny story. So, the, the way this whole thing started was uh, Fairmont, in being a very generous organization, had some um, continuing education. Mm-hmm funds available for their executives. And I have an MBA, so I didn't know how I was going to incorporate that. And this thought came to me, what if I became an accredited psalm? And they said, yeah. And before somebody changed their mind and put two and two together that I didn't have a direct access on that, I started studying. So for about four years, I worked on my advanced accreditation through WSET. And it was pretty intense with work and studying. And my kind of... Decompression was baking. That's how I started baking. Is I would take a time out and do something in my kitchen.
0: So you've been baking for years and
2: years and years. Yeah, I've been baking for about six years, but wow. it kind of amped up. Where then I was like, just constantly searching for recipes. And
3: so, did you study art because your artistry and your cakes um, is phenomenal? No,
2: I I never did. I have you know, I studied business, and I've always been in business. Mm. My husband's an artist, um, but this is truly, I think, I found my outlet. So this is how I express myself. And I love that you eat it. So other artworks, you know, you give somebody a painting or a photograph, and they feel almost compelled to hang it or display it. And I get to create this beautiful expression and story, and you eat it, and it's gone. And you get to enjoy it in the moment, and then...
3: And none of us can talk.
2: I know. Because like. So full. I am like I'm so, so I'm so happy. That, I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy. So I said to my youngest daughter when I was telling her I was going to make this cake, I said, I need to make candy that looks like figs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, how are you going to do that? Because I'm going to burn some sugar and make it a hard candy. And she's like, well, do people like that? I said, well, I like it. I love burnt sugar. It's one of my favorite things. So that, that'll look like a fig for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: It totally mm-hmm. looks like figs. And actually... The way the light is hitting it. And I it put a little gold sparkles. Like, that's why it oh, looks like the Oh, so seeds. that's why the that's seeds. The yeah. 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 I it, put oh, some gold sparkles um, in yeah. there. It's so...
3: Mm. And a lot of yours are beautiful flower things. Yes. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um, your Instagram is Heston Cakes, Correct. Right? Heston, Cakes. Heston Cakes. Cakes. Mm-hmm. So people, if you're listening, you can look that up right now and get a visual um, because... We're doing damage,
2: <laughs> happily so. I'm so happy. I am, I'm excited. You need an Irish whiskey to go along with your... Oh, uh, seriously. <laughs> or a coffee seriously. or maybe something, I don't know. But We're cake getting, for
3: breakfast works. I guess it does. We're getting the Irish whiskey sort of vicariously. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's just a hint
3: of it.
0: So can you bake... So I've never been a good baker. I don't... I mean, when I cook, I just kind of, you know, throw stuff in the pan. Yeah, me or I too.
1: Just I'm the worst baker because
2: baking is a science. It's right. a science. It's a science. Can you do it without a recipe now? Yes, because it's a, once you understand the basic formula, you can do anything. That's why I can do add flavors. It's it's a liquid. It's a fat. It's an egg. It's your other dry ingredients. And once you do that, then you've got it. How did you learn the formula? Just baking a lot of cakes practicing right. yeah yeah exactly hits and misses yeah, yeah exactly oh there's lots of misses i just don't take pictures of those
3: <laughs> so I, you know i've asked you before michelle what do you do with all this obviously you don't eat it because you no. don't show it
2: no i give those them away nice. no he doesn't eat any sugar really and neither do my kids so um so for example my daughter just has her first real job and um they're what doing it she's working in pr in the city oh I of course <laughs> right and she goes um mom we're doing a baby shower for one of my coworkers. she's having fraternal twins a boy and a girl and we're doing a potluck can you make a cake sure i'll make a cake so it's just whatever excuse i can find oh, so wow. yeah
1: do you know that if you put in michelle heston cakes and go on the google one of the videos, if you tap on the videos, that comes up is an exploding penis cake.
2: Oh, that's not mine.
1: Yeah, I just so I'd, you know, that's not <laughs> mine. Oh <Yeah.
0: laughs>
2: my god!
1: Yeah, I was I was watching it the other day, and that's I thought not me. I thought. You know, th- then there was you, you weren't featured in the video and it was Thank just goodness. people cutting open the, the cake wow. and then it sort of oozing out oh. of the, oh. the top. Horrible. It was
2: horrible. Yeah, a, that's not me. I It don't was do difficult those. to watch. No, no I <laughs> no. didn't do that. Sorry. <laughs> Thank God. Yikes.
1: Okay. I was wondering if maybe there was some no, special no, no. party that was going no, on. No, I've never, okay. I don't do that. Okay, yours Just are very
0: well, Michelle knows better anyway. She's in PR. Yeah, and that's like, not why me. would she put something like that on, like for people to find.
1: You know, sometimes it's not always you, yeah. the right. one that's, that's true. Uh, controlling the information. That so that's sometimes true. things get but out there. But I am going to check uh, that out. But it's not me. I you, <laughs> <you. I guess>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> so can
1: we can we talk about where you're from, where you grew up, and yeah. and how you got started in in uh, PR?
2: Absolutely. So um, born and raised in Aspen, Colorado um and my parents you know um did lots of things they were um very they had very good insight and they were hippies actually they moved to aspen in the 60s and my dad um was in real estate and then he had a restaurant for a while he had a crepery um he had a couple restaurants so i always kind of grew up um in a very entrepreneurial family and um my brother and sister and i we kind of had this idyllic life we skied we went to aspen schools and went on to go to college but i was always involved in food my mother is a tremendous cook tremendous cook and um she's southern so we had uh always had a big sunday dinner con- uh, tradition she's continued and my brother's a great cook so it's just always been food's always been kind of the focus for our family
1: yeah yeah And so did you start off as a teenager working in restaurants?
2: I always worked in my parents' restaurants, yeah. And I worked through college that way. Um, And then, you know, my first job out of college was in hotels. Well, I was a banker for a hot minute, but that didn't work out for me. (laughs) Um, And then in hotels, I was the director of catering for many years, the director of food and beverage. So I've been a hospitality career gal.
1: Now, when you work for your parents, do you get paid?
2: Um, you know, what? I thought started thinking about that. I don't think I did. I think I got to keep my tips. Like I think that that was part mm-hmm. of my gig. So
1: you were kind of off the books, and if people left cash, you got to yeah, pocket that. Yeah,
2: I mean that was just thing we all kind of took a shift. Yeah. But my mom did, and again, this is so long ago. You would never be able to do this now with food safety. Right. But she would cook soup stuff at home, like the soups and all this stuff. Oh my god. I know. And then transport it. So yeah. I would just like do that at home. Yeah. And then somebody would take it to the restaurant. And why did mean, they, they couldn't couldn't do a creperie? They bought an existing restaurant and then they actually franchised it. It was very successful. It's actually wow. still in Aspen, puppy wow. of Aspen.
1: And they, they still own it? No, okay. no, no, no. It's been sold many times, Okay,
2: but it was kind of this little tiny counter. It was the first espresso machine in Aspen. Like it was, nobody <clears throat> wow. had a thing like that, right? <laughs> when wow. was that about? Uh, that was in the seventies. Yeah. Early seventies. And that's what they did. They ran these restaurants and they opened them and, you know it was it was just a cool little town at that point yeah well Very people bohemian. if you if you
1: have never worked in a restaurant and have any experience with espresso machines it sounds weird to say it was the only espresso machine but when you in those days the it espresso machines cost like the, as much as a car it was like a car right, i remember right. and it was right.
2: really ornate they bought it from italy and, mm. and i remember when it came and they uncrated it and it was a big deal like my yeah. dad would say don't play with the espresso machine oh if anything went wrong and right. i know Sandra knows could, this you, it would take months to get
3: it fixed oh right. the
1: last person you want to call is the person that comes to fix your espresso machine because right. it's and, gonna and this cost is the, a fortune the
3: hard work yeah. kind not p- press a button oh no no this yeah, is levers real, and steam and the right. whole thing right yeah it was a ornate big deal. brass copper it was really beautiful yeah. it was yeah. the size of this table
2: i mean it was right. a monster <laughs> machine. <laughs> yeah it right. was huge yeah so i kind of grew up with it and i think food for me, has always been about and I don't know, I wanted to ask you this. For me, when women cook, it's an expression of love. I do it because I love or I want to share something. Sometimes, not all men to make a generalization, but men sometimes cook for power and right. prestige. Right. But I, I agree with you. But for I, me, I it's always been you. about like when I cook a meal for my family or make a cake for someone. That's an expression.
0: I, I know for sure that one of the reasons for me being in the restaurant business is that wanted to share food, wanted to share experiences and joy and absolutely. I mean and I I walk through the kitchen still and I'm looking at everybody and I'm like, you're cooking with love today, aren't you? Yeah. Do
2: you say like, that? Oh yeah. Oh that makes me so oh, happy. Yeah. That no, fills my I heart. do
0: because I think that's why certain food tastes better, and it does I think if someone's better. in a crappy mood, it it's not going to taste good.
2: When I people will say, and even professional chefs, pastry chefs will say, "It tastes really good." What is it? And I say, "Well, I always add an extra dose of love in those cakes," mm. and they kind of, you know, give me a look. But but oh, it, it's I true. totally I, taste your love yeah. in that cake. Yeah, <laughs> I I uh, yeah.
0: I want to subscribe. I want to I want a new club, the Cake Club.
2: A cake club. I would right.
0: subscribe.
2: But if I made you another cake, it would be different. Oh right. every cake that is different.
0: Make, that would make me so happy. Yeah, it has I mean, to be seriously.
3: This is an inspiration. A one, one member cake club. Yeah. Yes, preferably. <laughs> <laughs> to, to my point, I'll never make a lot of money. Exactly.
0: exactly. Well, or you can do the um, cupcake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then people then more people could have a taste than just one person. Yeah, do you make cupcakes? Yeah.
2: I do, I do almost everything. Okay. I made bread yesterday. Wow. I know. Actually, Did I you read see that?
0: my bread? It yeah. was actually really good. Yeah, Was it good? It was really good. Did you do it from scratch or did you use a bread machine? No bread machines. No bread scratch. machine. No. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, that, I was curious because no, I, I no. now got the Instapot for Christmas because John Ash, when he was on the show, talked about how incredible these I Instapots were. I do care were. for
2: the Instapot. I like that a lot, but yeah. I, don't, I bake old school.
1: What do you do when they're bone broth or something in the Instapot? I do everything in there. Okay.
2: Spaghetti sauce. Yeah. I do everything in there, Do you yeah. have one of those? No, I don't.
3: Neither do I. Oh, I love them. And I, air fryers. I don't have room for it. I know. Everything. No, you don't. You
0: do not have room for that,
2: yeah. It's, a, it's big, but yes. Kat- yeah,
1: Kathleen has an actual what do you call it pressure cooker I'm sure several from the yeah. 1900s right. right, exactly right, right. the yeah. original one mm-hmm. I,
3: I did have this call once from the former president of the Cinema Valley Museum of Art and they were doing a modern, modern modernist dinner and did I have a pressure cooker and you, go, you got Loman, seven and I said well what color <laughs> does that work yeah. <laughs> 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 of
2: course you did of course uh-huh. that's
0: pretty <laughs> that's funny, funny. Yeah, I think, um, you know, and it's funny because now, you know, like, as I said, like this morning, we were in political meetings and, you know, dealing with all sorts of community stuff. And it feels like it's such a far away place from, you know, starting to want a business and just take care of people, feed people, nourish people, nourish their soul. And now I find myself saying, you know... (laughs) More often than than most, like, how did I get here?
2: Because, well, do you mind if I jump yeah, in? Because now the PR person is going to come out. Um, Because you have created an empire, if you will, in Sonoma and your opinion is valued and the way you've conducted your business speaks volumes and you've become a leader. And I think that that leadership is what's got you to where you are. And I think that that it's a journey. Well,
0: survival right now. (laughs) It's truly about survival. But
2: I think it's about leadership and people look up to you Mm -hmm. and they understand that you have your arms around the true dynamic of some of these decisions and how that will impact our community.
0: Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, but this show's about you. Uh,
2: well,
0: I can, <laughs> but I I can divert anything. That. <laughs> yes, yes, that was really good technique. Thanks, no problem. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I can teach you how to do that, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um yeah, but I mean I miss I miss the old days, you know, where you're just taking care of someone and you know, pre Yelp, pre, you know, everybody, It's a whole different world, isn't it? A photographer, everybody
2: a reviewer. It is totally different. Social media has changed the food and beverage business. I mean, it's changed everything, but for sure food and beverage.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Sandra, I remember you telling me both on the radio and in person how after your first job at TGI Fridays you came out of that and out of your uniform thinking i need to feed people yeah and I what just you're loved, saying is I loved. is that this has gone so far with people on Yelp and wherever else who don't cook right having and not understanding having that much influence
0: yeah i i know i agree with you i think um yeah, it changes. Anyway, let them eat cake. That's well, right. <laughs> Just eat cake. Eat <laughs> more cake. Who said that? Eat Marie more, Antoinette? I think so. Yeah, uh-huh. let them eat
2: cake. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Actually, the last time I saw Michelle, she was hosting um, a group of 10 that came into the restaurant and we did a four-course uh, yes, dinner with did. wine pairings. And I think they were... Pretty much from the way they were acting, I'm assuming they were all uh, Instagram Almost uh, all were
2: influencers Influencers. and very successful influencers. I had a couple of traditional media there, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know that that whole segment has changed. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, like now, like we get, as I'm sure you do, so many emails. um, Hey, um, I'm coming to town, can can you host a meal? Yeah, can you host my meal and I'll give you... One post.
2: <laughs> it's really changed you know, the whole I dynamic of what we 8, do. 8,000
0: followers. Right. I, I like, mean, one of the women pass. that
2: was at that dinner that you're talking about, uh she has 250,000 followers. That's
0: amazing. It's
2: amazing. And amazing. she's a curator, is what she is. She's very, she has a very good eye. She knows what is going to be attractive to her audience. So. It's an interesting... You know, one of the ways I like social media is that it's given everybody a voice. True. It used to be there was a handful of very influential traditional journalists that controlled the space, all of it. Right. The reviews, the imagery, the positioning. And now it's kind of democratized to an unbelievable degree, but again... You know, Joe Schmo, who's eaten out to dinner twice last month, or someone that works for the New York Times, very different skill sets. So it's trying to find who you can align, you know, to find a judgment.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and definitely more information out there. I think it's, um, you know, you have to sift through it and make sure, um, you know, things that you find are real and not just uh, copied or rewritten or whatever, but... Uh, Even this morning on my walk, I was listening to the Taste podcast. Um, I can't remember who the host is on that, but they had Solejo on. Mm -hmm. And she's the new restaurant reviewer for the San Francisco Chronicle. And it was pretty fascinating. You know, totally changing. And she definitely talked about... Um, you know, how she's a different kind of a reviewer yeah, and how she looks at food and how she looks at the world. And, um, yeah,
1: I mean, is, is she, so she took over Michael Bowers position. Indeed, yes. And, a, and is she into doing negative reviews as no. well as she's the one that well, sort she of wants said
0: real, she wants, she wants her her voice out there. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't care if it's positive or negative. She feels that she should say what she thinks is the truth, but she's not scared of writing negative. That's for sure.
1: And she's making three trips to the restaurants. She
0: did say she goes multiple times. I don't know if she does.
1: No.
3: She said she had a big budget today. Well, that's good. It's an expensive. That's nice to know. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Hello. (laughs) So I'm right in the middle of that writing for an old-fashioned newspaper that goes by old-fashioned principles where I'm not allowed to accept a free meal or uh, and write about something, nor am I allowed to accept a ticket to anything. Or, but they don't and give you a budget. All, and, and no budget, no right. credit card, no anything. Right. And all of the social media people can do all that. Right. Because they have, there are no mm-hmm. rules for, no. for that, you know. And no. I'm just really caught in a stupid place. Well. well,
1: that's funny, Kathleen. Because a lot of them, what we found in um, with me in the in the wine industry is um, that with the millennials, because and in the <laughs> tour business as well, that they're they have, sometimes they have a lot of followers, but their audience don't necessarily have a lot of buying power. So it's, you're you're sort of catering to the amount of hits that they're getting on their Instagram page, but it doesn't necessarily translate to business opportunity for you, which uh, this is kind of what I find interesting about the new millennials is that, so you have 250,000 followers, but is are you bringing business into me if I'm catering to you?
2: Well, I think that's a really good question. Uh, and that could be, you know, there's college courses now that, do nothing but have this discussion but i think as a business to stay viable and to stay pertinent you have to be present in that field now maybe it's for positioning maybe it's building brand awareness there's a whole lot of different marketing channels that we need to explore can i absolutely convert an influencer stay to a heads and bed a reservation of some sort it's difficult yeah. But we have to be playing in the in that ballpark.
1: Yeah, and sometimes I feel like it's not a direct thing. Like they like it's not that someone's following someone and they see oh they're at Sante at, uh, at the Fairmont in Sonoma. Oh, we need to go to Sante. For me, it's sort of a. Oh, we happen to be in Sonoma. Oh, remember that post we saw about those people that were at Sante? So it's almost like it's like a reminder. It's just a constantly reminding people that we're here.
2: I tell people it's one of the tools in my very large toolbox. It's not the only tool, but it's one of the tools. Yeah.
3: And I
1: remember you, Sandra. I mean, it's been six, seven years where you've started to get those inquiries where people say, "Hey, we're coming to town," and and you are always. Well, I, I don't know if we should put that out there. You're a, <laughs> yeah, you're hello. usually very generous. <laughs> yeah. With well, them.
0: even the other day, I was in the restaurant and I was like, "Oh my God, buy those people a bottle of wine. They're celebrating their fortieth birthday." I'm like, "Oh my God, make sure they get dessert." And I'm like this is why John doesn't want me in the restaurant (laughs) because I'm like giving it away because I feel like it's my party and you feel like it's your house don't you I feel like it's my house yes and
3: and you know another side of that is that there's so many people who are paid to do so social media for restaurants and such you don't know when they post something that they actually like it or if they're being paid to like it right and that I don't know. Right. If that's that, another that step is, in the whole process. That is
0: a whole that is a real reality. And people that, you know, come as an influencer, I'm sure they feel obligated like if they hate it, you know, but they took the meal and they feel like they should probably post something nice or a pretty picture. Um, but even with journalists, I always say, you know, like if someone says, "Can you host this fam trip from mm-hmm. China or wherever they're coming from. I'm like, you know, I look at it and decide, is this the right for our market or the potential wherever they're writing for? And I know I do not have an expectation. I do not walk into it saying, oh, great, I'm going to have a great article from someone. I just don't because I think you get disappointed. Well, I think
2: there's, I think from, Our standpoint from the entrepreneur ownership, it's a different way we need to evaluate these. But I think if for those of you that are listening out there, find some people online that that have similar psychographics and demographics and likes and tastes. Follow them. Make sure it's genuine, engaging content that they're producing, and then use that as a recommendation. But to just willy nilly to go with whoever has the most followers or what have you, that's not going to help you. But you know, there's some great you know for my cakes that I follow, right. and it's people that just bake like me. It's right. not a profession, it's a hobby, you know, and to do that, so it's really yeah. spending a little time. And and
0: micro-influencers yes. are becoming more and more popular. So right. What's a
3: micro-influencer? A
0: micro, from what I think it is, is someone that doesn't necessarily have 50,000 followers, but they have quality versus quantity. And so and lots they are of engagement. still an engagement and right. they're having the conversation and it's not just a one post, see you later, buy I'm off to the next person. And that's our strategy and you know, I can't even believe but we have two and a half people on marketing team right now. That's crazy because for I don't know 15 years, I'm like we don't pay anybody for marketing. Right. I do it all, right? You know, in my spare time. And these guys, they talk to people that are coming to Sonoma. They talk to people that have pretty food um, or cocktails, and they're just making friends. Yeah. And I, I, I look at the feed because it's under Fig Girl, and. I go, oh, my God, who are they talking to? Right. You know, and like the feed where I used to feel it was very personal, like people are talking. I go, oh, my God, I don't know who they just wrote to. But it's awesome following how this is changing. It's changing it our is. world. It's
2: completely yeah. changing yeah. the whole world.
0: And how about the wedding industry? Yeah. You know, like someone like Jose Villa, the right. photographer, is a incredible wedding photographer. There's no doubt in my mind that people that are getting married are are trolling Instagram looking for the most amazing photographers, the be- most beautiful cakes, the venue, and I think that's why people are investing yeah. in making
2: their And everybody program. wants something to them, you know, so that exactly. you create these bespoke images and uh, memories and yeah. what have you. So we we
0: one of our goals has been um this year and it's pretty bizarre but we're trying to hit 10,001 oh. on Instagram we don't, we only have about 9,000 but once you hit 10,000 you can sell
2: yes it's a whole different thing
0: it's a whole different thing and it's like we want to try and sell we have plenty of things yeah. for sale yeah you know so our goal has been like how do you get to that number and For sure, I give the team a lot of credit because it is engagement. It's totally about engagement. Yep. It's a whole... It's interesting. Yeah. And that's why I think one day you're going to have, like, a lot of people contacting you asking you for cakes. But you know what?
2: So it's a hobby. Uh, I was telling Kathleen earlier, um, I am very fortunate that I truly love what I do, Um, and I'm very fortunate. So I'll do both for as long as I can, and um, it'll... Mm-hmm. Until it's not a passion for me, yeah. I have this fear. So, the people that I do cook for or bake for, they're very close friends. So, they give me a little artistic liberty. Um, but if somebody has a very strong idea of what they want and it's very concrete, that's pro- probably not the best person to do that for them. Right. Because that I'm, kind a, style, kind yeah,
3: well, of, I'm kind of. your style. Yeah. Well, I'm
2: kind of an creativity. unbridled artist, I right. like to say. <laughs> your creativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, it kind of it, it's a story for me, it's a passion. And it's like telling an artist, I want it to look like this with this colors and this. Right. You're probably not going to get what you want right. and neither side's going to be happy. So if you really like chocolate, that's awesome. Right. I got that. <laughs> I got that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you well, know, if you I, wanted fondant, you know, cartoon characters that's not that's not what I do or an exploding penis cake
1: right do do not call Michelle wrong Michelle (laughs) right right. Um, I
0: should say I did steal Michelle's piece of cake (laughs) from in front of her I am now on my second piece of cake
2: I love that that makes me very happy
0: it's like my my, my, weight, my weight program's not going to hey. be so happy, but I am I delighted. Yeah.
2: Cake makes you happy.
0: Right. No calories. I think food with love also does not have every calorie.
2: Look, I think people... Look, I get it. you need to be healthy, and it's all about moderation. But one of the things I like about dessert is that it's at the end of a meal, and people, they delight when it comes to their table. And it's a little indulgent, and mm-hmm. it's a little naughty, and it makes you happy how can you not sit around a table with people you love and not enjoy cake Come seriously, on. seriously
0: and it's a
1: super motivating factor if you do have kids they will pretty right. much eat anything, it, anything if, for they cake. Know, if they know <laughs> that there's <is> cake <laughs>
3: my out sh- uh, i don't do that no. No. <laughs> um but my, you do do gluten-free
2: i do a lot of glu- i okay. have a really good friend of mine um has a great magazine it's gff gluten-free forever And she's the owner-publisher.
0: Yeah, we've done stuff.
2: Yeah, she's a great friend of mine. Mm. And um, believe it or not, we're in a book club together. And her book club, she does her recipe tasting every month Mm -hmm. for the magazine. And so we put this huge spread together every month. And I always bring desserts.
0: I don't know how you have time for that.
2: It's a good outlet. I make time. You make time for things that are important. And this is an amazing group of women. And we laugh. And I always bring the cakes. And we've got every dietary restriction in this group we've got <laughs> gluten-free dairy-free we've got everything you can imagine so i try to accommodate as many members of the group as i mm-hmm. can and some of my recipes that i've been tweaking she's published because she really likes them so that was that was i was quite flattered with that yeah
0: how i do think you they do? published a...
2: our pancakes oh oh yeah, well that the, makes sense french pancakes yeah. yeah
1: how do you do a gluten-free cake like this.
2: Almond. I use almond flour. I use 3 or 4 flours. I found that if you do more than one flour, it gives it a consistency. It's not the same. It's a it's a denser cake. It's not as light. Mm-hmm. Um but you can come pretty close. You can come pretty close if you cheat it.
1: Yeah. Um and and you actually encourage people using the boxed cake. I have
2: done that before. Yes. I was published in Marin magazine. It's a cheater cake. And look, buy a really good brand, and then cheat it. So where it says to put water, put milk. Put some liquor, whatever the amount is of one and a half cups or whatever it is. Cheat it. Go big. Don't put water in there. You like orange juice? Put orange juice in. You like whiskey? Put whiskey. Want to to be rich? Put milk in. And extra eggs. You always extra eggs. Now now why? Why extra eggs? Oh yeah. So if it calls for three eggs, do four or five. And it won't mess it up. No. It won't mess it up, especially if you're doing everything. The, the liquid is really important. The dry is really important. But the eggs you can play with.
0: Okay. And then what about your oven temperatures?
2: I like tend to do it a little bit lower. Now, also, I have like a re- really normal, just, you know, home mm-hmm. range. So right. I need a better range. Um, Honey. Yeah, you're I know. Listening. Honey. <laughs> I really like a wolf or a viking. Okay. Um, and then um, I like to cook them a little bit lower. And so
0: you cook a little bit lower, lower for a little bit longer. Uh-huh, a little, little bit lower. Bit Interesting. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. And then do you do the method? You stick a toothpick in I do. to see if it comes out wet? Uh-huh,
2: I okay. do. And then let them sit there for a little bit and mm-hmm. be happy yeah. in their pan before you take them out. It's all about being really patient with cakes, too.
0: Yeah, that's my problem. It, I have no patience.
2: But most cooks don't. You right, have right. to follow you, the rules in baking. Ha- yeah. And, you know, it, if it says 10 minutes to sit in a pan you let it sit in the pan for 10 minutes. If right. it says for it to be 100% cool before you frost, 100% cool. You, right. it, you, there's no shortcuts.
1: <laughs> I have made all of these mistakes. That's why yeah. I'm a horrible baker. I don't like following. I, I like to cook, but I don't like to measure anything.
0: Right. You Does have Maria, to bake?
1: Maria bakes. She's the exact opposite. She loves to measure. And, and she, even when I cook, I'll make something for dinner. And then a few weeks later, she'll say, oh, you know what? That was really good. That thing you cooked. Can you do that again? And I say, no because I used what was in the refrigerator or I had a little bit of wine left over from the night before that I put into it. So nothing is ever the same. Yeah. I have I have no consistency whatsoever.
2: But that's all right, right? I mean, no, you well, don't do it you works want it me. to be the exact the same two two or three times in a row? I don't think so. You want it to be a little different. Yeah. To be reflective of who you are and what's going on.
1: But it's funny when you and we've talked about this before with I think pastry chefs and normal like saute or grill chefs that work the line just are completely different people. Yes, completely. And
2: I spent a lot of time in kitchens, obviously, and it's a whole different mindset. Yeah. And and a chef takes great pride in their plate. And when they present that, and I get that. But until recently, people really didn't take pictures of their plates. I mean, now they do on Instagram, what have you. But that used to be kind of, there was always a picture of your wedding cake but not necessarily a picture of your wedding meal. Right. Yes. And it's, right. so it's I, changed it's, the whole dynamic of it. But
0: that's still relatively true because yes. like we get in touch with every wedding photographer. Right. Of any and you talk ring. about the cake. And well, yeah. The, well, we go, where are the pictures of our, of the salad or the right. entree? You know, I mean, it's nice to highlight beautiful pictures of someone's atmosphere, but, they never, but we
2: need the food. Yeah. I told my daughters when they get married, I said, when you get married, we're not doing florals. We're just doing cake centerpieces at each oh, day. Oh, I all. love it. I love it. We'll just it. do a lot of Is cakes. Is that the
0: kind of mother, of the bride you're going to be? No, because I, yeah. I really
2: don't. I said, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't care. No.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're going to, I was more thinking that you're going to be too busy helping them plan than baking all their cakes. No, like I already said I'll bake the
2: di- cakes. For sure, I'll bake the cakes. Wow. My daughter's best friend, Um, got married in Oregon and she had said would you make my cake and if that was I was so touched that that's what she wanted for her wedding present so I flew I checked out my Instagram I flew a multi-tier cake all the way to Oregon how like what did did you buy a second seat no so it was I, I did a lot of research and I did a couple of trial runs so I made each layer and I quick froze it and then I sent it in dry ice, which you can fly with dry ice. Wow. And I defrosted it there and I finished it there. I had like a, a suite, so I had a little mini kitchen so I could put oh, it together. that's fabulous.
1: Yeah. That sounds like a lot of stress and it pressure. It was
2: very stressful. My husband said, you're never doing this again. I'm <laughs> sure I was like a raving maniac the whole time. So yeah, a lot it. of stress. I love
0: it. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, you know. So what is the, the most, do you have a favorite cake combo that you've made? Like or that you make more than once.
2: I, I'm a chocolate gal, so chocolate. it's usually chocolate. Yeah. Um, what kind of
0: chocolate do you use?
2: I use dandelion chocolate. Oh my god! And that's okay. what shades well, on the top hello. of that as well. Yeah. Oh Wait, I've god. never had They're that. Amazing. What is that? Well, you had it just today. Dandelion chocolate is this unbelievable chocolatier in San Francisco, yeah. and I got turned on to them a couple of years ago, and it's just an unbelievable. Mouth feel and quality, mm-hmm. and they're passionate about what they do. Do
0: they do tours?
2: They yes, do, yeah. they do. They do tours. I highly recommend. It's in the Mission District, um, and so I, you know, I try to use. I think we share this. It's all about really quality ingredients. You right. want something to taste good, you've got to start with the best ingredients you can find. Right, without without a doubt. Yeah.
1: Now, Michelle, do you take pictures of food when you're out eating? I do. You're not <laughs> embarrassed at all. No. Do you know people that are like that, though, that are that they They're, sort of feel weird about pulling yes, out their...
2: I think that's... Um, younger people never feel weird about it, by the way. I have two yeah, right. very young 20s, and they never feel weird about that. Yeah. Um, but to me, you know, food is like my passion, right? So I'm taking a picture of the wine label. I'm taking a picture of the plate, a really pretty tablescape. I'm taking a picture of it all as inspiration. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i
1: feel weird about it when why? i why i feel like i should be in the moment enjoying People's the restaurant the do it all, all the time i i know but um what's you know we have someone that works someone that works with me um at sante went down to grand del mar the mm-hmm. property in san, san diego, diego mm-hmm. and she had this incredible i don't know if it was like a 11 an
2: Addison. it's a really the coronado no no this oh, is the, the uh, in del mar the Fairmont Grand Del Mar. And Addison is the... That Ryan
0: Callahan worked at Addison. The oh, restaurant. Yeah,
1: There's been a few people pretty pretty that have sure. come back and said, you just can't even believe it. But but you the uh, Vanessa, the girl that I was talking to, said she she was embarrassed to take her camera now out and take pictures. Now,
2: that is a very formal, fine dining restaurant. Um, it's probably the nicest kitchen I've ever been in in my whole career, that particular restaurant. And it, it's a different eating experience. I probably wouldn't do it there if I wasn't working See, for the company. Interesting, yeah. Well,
0: like Single
2: Thread. Um, I took pictures at Single Thread. So did I. And (laughs) I
0: I asked first. Yeah, I did too. I always ask in a fine dining, not a casual.
2: Addison is very formal, like New York formal. Okay. And I can see in that particular environment why people wouldn't. I mean, I would, to your point, I would ask. And if
0: they said no, then I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I'm not they have. Stand on a chair they even have right, exactly. <laughs> like, I need the perfect fit, overhead yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> they even
1: they said that they even have things to put your silverware on. Your silverware doesn't actually touch, touch the, table. the table. There's a little thing that your silverware rests yes.
0: on. Yeah, I wonder how There's, many they disappear. How many of those <laughs> I disappear? I don't it's, know.
1: It's probably the mm-hmm. finest mm-hmm. restaurant within mm-hmm. our company now. <sighs> i gotta go
2: it's really phenomenal yeah and the it's wine great. pairing is supposed to be insane. yeah it's great yeah yeah
1: but no to you i i sort of like to as, usually if i'm out to dinner i'm with maria and and we don't get to see each other a lot so i like to be in the moment of enjoy- and just talk to her hey this, oh isn't that beautiful or doesn't that look great? but that's yeah.
0: awesome i mean yeah. i think and that is but i like to remember i, I like do too. to refer like i if i don't take pictures of things okay. i can't remember where i was Me either. <laughs> Me you know and i wish i could say okay picture number one okay i'm at <laughs> right i need that i need photo captions <laughs> on my own pictures i'm like
2: oh i'm the same yeah. way yeah 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 <laughs> oh my goodness i feel very blessed that i got to be here with oh my three God. people that i've Thank known so long you. and um i get to bake for you It was it made me very happy when oh. i got up yesterday morning um i went to brunch for, with dim sum with my sister oh uh, where I did know. you go oh i went to dragon bow i love dragon it bow. was delicious yeah and she wanted to hang out and go to me. I said, oh, I know I get to go home and bake a cake. <laughs> and she's like, for who? Who are well, you baking I a cake for? I am so for? honored yeah. that it's, you uh, baked for us. It,
0: and it it makes it's me so happy. beautiful.
2: It makes me very happy. Mm. And I'm really happy that the candy on top, I'm sorry that you're listening. Yeah. Um, I always try to make something a little different. So sometimes um, the candy looks like something... It, it's supposed to be yeah. a representing. So I was going to use real figs, but I couldn't find the figs right. yet. So they're li- right. Yeah. Yeah they're, oh, not, yeah. they're not ready. They're not. It's too early. So, so I thought, do I'll you make watch figs.
0: the, the um, baking competition show? Um,
2: I watch it like it's a su- it's like listening to music for okay. me.
0: Okay. Is he the most gorgeous <laughs> man? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. I just want to look in his just, eyes. And it's and very just...
2: soothing to me.
1: So, uh, wait a minute. You're not talking about Duff that's with Valerie no, Bertinelli on, the, on no, with no, the kid. No, 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 no. no,
0: no, no, no. I don't no. remember his name. But <laughs> British. British
3: baking show or what? Yes. Yeah, but what is yeah. this
0: guy's name? He's just... got the bluest eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're also polite like, silver, and everybody's happy hair. and they'll help each other. I love that show. And
1: use a little banana. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's it's to me when I was um, you should
0: be on that show. Uh, I think we need to get you compete. on that show. So that's
2: my whole thing. So people have asked before, um, oh. and I don't really want to compete. For me, it's such a love project. Right. I'll be happy to share my recipes. Um, I'd like to do that at some point and maybe do that, but it's just a passion. I don't need to compete.
0: So do you know? That one of my best friends, Mr. Gary Saperstein, mm. still will not give me his cheesecake recipe. Oh my God. He refuses. <laughs> else. He will not, he, he won't. I don't know if other people got it. Like, I think we were in... That's so In funny. Cuba. No, when we were in Cuba together, he actually gave somebody there his cheesecake recipe because he figured they couldn't get it anywhere. It wasn't going to... Nobody would know. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You're not going to give me... I'm not going to commercialize it.
2: And you guys I are... Mean, he tight. Yeah. I, I think it's I've amazing. had Gary's Gary. Cheesecake. Gary. cheesecake. Honey. Give
0: Sandra yeah. the recipe. At least put it in your will to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he had a nice article in Value the Moon he magazine. Did. That was Beautiful. awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we are so. Well, I'll share a recipe. You. My
2: problem, and anyone will attest, is that I, I kind of make stuff up right. all the time, and I don't write it down. Right. And I can't remember what I had for breakfast. So if you want it, you have to get it quick, or you know it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hello,
0: welcome to aging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm uh, gonna wake up what do i do I again yeah
2: exactly yeah so. so
0: thank you so much this has been so much fun so much fun i adore so you delicious. all delicious that's really well delicious, follow my, delicious. my my
2: on instagram it's heston cakes and um you know do, bake some for someone you love that's all enjoy all right. it awesome and can they
1: awesome. leave you a little note if they have questions at heston cakes can they yeah, leave you yeah just a little DM, like dm right there sure okay of yeah. course Okay, and yeah, um,
2: the
0: the bottom rate for a cake is like a <laughs> thousand.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> unless you're connected, really, really close,
2: right? Or it's free. Well, I right. felt
0: like I was eating a thousand dollar cake at oh, least. Oh, you're yeah. very kind. No, I I'm finna- I'm
2: gonna have more. I want you. It's your cake. Yeah, and thank I made you yeah. that little sign.
0: I know. I love it. I love, made it. You this I love little... it. I took
2: a picture okay, of it. Okay, good. Yeah, there
0: it's you go. So
1: you're the best. I know. <laughs> Michelle, do you have one of those little things that you put the cake on and it spins yes, around? Yes, you have to, to do that to get a good okay
2: to get a good finish on it. I think that's yeah. a part of my. problem, You have too. to have that, and you have to have yeah. an offset spatula. That's the only thing you
1: okay. really no, wait, have. Wait, to wait, wait. What I, does oh, that mean?
0: That because mean, it has like a little elbow. So,
2: so here's the, the handle, and then it goes down at a degree, and then it comes out. You have to have an offset. Oh, uh, we
1: have one of those and I never knew what it was for.
2: You will never be able to get a smooth because if you're out with a knife, yeah. you know, you're not getting it at the right angle. You right. need to have it at an exact angle all the way around. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm sure Kathleen has 60 of those things. Probably. Dating <laughs> back from <laughs> 1900. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and again, thank you, Kathleen, too, for coming today. My we pleasure. love when we have you. We do.
1: Kathleen Hill, who's not allowed, uh, by the way, to accept any free meals or free tickets anywhere if you're listening out there
3: boo hoo <laughs> boo hoo boo <laughs> hoo that's the so, Sonoma so Index Tribune from Yeah me. yeah if right. you
1: see her maybe just you know
3: pat her on the head give her a yeah. granola bar or something <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much. Yeah, thank it's been thank a pleasure. You. Thank How you so much, much for the cake. Yeah, this, this is awesome. an
1: amazing cake, and I know we will continue to enjoy this I uh, hope so. Thank you day. all. Yeah. What a treat. You can I follow Michelle at, um, at Heston Cakes. You can also go and find uh, episodes of The Bike Goes On either at radiomisfits.com or you can just go to our website at com. and saunder 's done a lot of um, nice work on the website so that you can go back on some of the previous episodes, a lot of information there for you. Uh, what is your now your favorite um, 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 way for people to download the show now? You you uh, oh oh
0: Himalaya 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 is my new favorite okay. podcast. Well, not more favorite than Radio Misfits, but yeah. Ed, um, <laughs> our pod father, <laughs> and you're um, fired. <laughs> but no, it's relatively new Himalaya, yes. and you can make playlists and put your episodes awesome. on. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been cool. All right, but Stitcher Apple right android yeah
1: all the above we'll look forward to talking to you next week thank you this has been the bike goes on